boy Amrock with us, rocking with us. Appreciate and, it, y'all. And when I was thinking about today, I was like, man, what are we going to talk about? And what came in my head was black excellence. Um, we got four, I was going to say beautiful, but forget it. Beautiful. We got four beautiful black brothers up well, in here. Well, thank you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Nobody told y'all y'all were beautiful today. Just know that y'all are beautiful. I'm going to throw out the, the sarcastic answer that most kids would tell you, which is to have a lot of money and floss for the gram. To mm -hmm. have something that other people seem like they want. To, uh, you know, get a stack of ones even. Not not even 100000 but just $100 in ones and put it up to the ear and pretend it's a phone. Or uh, lay it out on their arm, take pictures in sneakers that they can't even go nowhere and do nothing in. I mean, you know, I mean, just... You know, that concept of I got what you want, not even about internal, you know, greatness, not even, you know, reaching the the, the highest of the highs that you feel that you want to reach is more or less just trying to like follow other people. And I mean, I'm guilty of that when I was younger, listening to Jay-Z, you know what I mean? Not realizing that the stuff he was talking about, he was my age now. And here I was 14, 15, thinking that, you know, the streets and hustling was the only way to get it. When in reality, I never even did an ounce of it. It was just wanting to be something that everybody respected. So I know that right now, that to me is what people see black excellence to be. That's not how I feel it, but you know me, I'm always speaking for the kids. So I know they see it as being something materialistic, not something internal. You got black and excellence, right? So right there, you know, two strong words in itself. Um, to be black, you know, it's like it's it's a beautiful thing. You know, as Yajike said earlier, you know, black is basically black is beautiful, right? And to be excellent or excel, right, um, is to go above and beyond. And in in my opinion, to go above and beyond and be passionate what you're you know uh, what you're about, what you're striving towards. Um, I think that it's bringing other black people along with you. Uh, especially mm -hmm. if you are forming a conglomerate, forming a corporation, forming something, you know, bigger than yourself. Uh, you want to bring uh, black people with you uh, that have that same vision as you do, that are striving for more, even if it's not to end up, you know, just following you for the rest of their life. Maybe they want to strive and do something else. So that's black excellence to me is, you know, I, I know the game. Let me put you on the game so you can strive to and we all get we all get money. Yo, you're helping, you know, your people over here, you know, out there in L.A. I'm helping my people over here in the DMV and we're all striving and pushing forward. So, you know, unfortunately, you know, what people perceive black excellence to be is the flashy cars and this and that. But um, no, for, for, for me and what it should be is, again, us uh, striving and pushing forward and, and um, putting our, all of our, you know, all of ourselves in a position to succeed um, beyond uh, beyond the norm, right? What, you know, what media might say is the norm for us black men, you know, we're, you know, we should all probably be dead by now. You know what I mean? Like how the media perceives us. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so for us to even be here is excellence in itself. So. Like I think black, black excellence is understanding that you're a king or queen. We built this country. You know, we built this land. Uh, and then it's just a mindset. Really, the excellence piece is just a mindset. Like, 
where's your mind at? It starts here. Understanding that success is it's not as realistic. Um, it's not anything that is like tangible. It's your your character, who you are, you know, how you treat people, how you love others, what you're trying to do, what you're striving to do, or giving your all. Um, so I, I, I just like to keep it simple, man. I just think it's all about mindset and understand like you're a king, queen at first, like you have to understand that. And once you know your value, you know your worth there, now we can really start with the excellence piece, which is understand that mindset. Like what is your character? Like are you do you have the integrity? Are you going out there and you're are you giving your all? Are you giving your your best and trying to see like in any way, in any shape, form, like whatever that may look like. You know, I think you need, even like you said, like us talking here on the podcast, this is Black Excellence, man. Like we, all four of us understand we're kings, we're out here, uh, we have the right mindsets, and we're really striving, like giving our all, our characters out here, and we're really trying to help men, like become better people and women. For me, it it's really the excellence part, you know? The the black part I had nothing to do with, you know. I, I was I was born like this, you know. And by the color of my skin, sometimes you know it can be good, and sometimes it can be bad, depending on what area you in and who you hanging around with or who you run into and everything. And a lot of times, you know, other racists want to be get like this you know they hate on us where i see that you hate on us but you spend three four hours in a tanning bed trying to get like this so you know it's it, it but the excellence part is is important to me where it comes down to no matter what no matter what they throw at us we still thrive in it. You wanna you wanna put a knee on her neck, we still thrive. You, know, you wanna throw us in jail, we still thrive. We call it deadbeats, you know. Hey, all of a sudden they using the hashtag, uh, what is it? Um, girl dad. You know what I'm saying? Girl dad didn't come from a white guy, girl dad came from pretty much Kobe, right? Even though people were doing it before Kobe, you know. I know, I know mayor, you got nothing but girls, you know. So there goes that deadbeat, you know. So everything that they're throwing at us, we take it and we thrive with it. You know, oh, you supposed to be on EBT, that eat better today card. You know, you supposed to be on welfare, you supposed to have food stamps. Y'all ain't supposed to be four brothers ain't supposed to be coming together like this, you know. Well, we thought we got rid of this when the Black Panthers were out. So that's where I see the excellence comes in is us still thrive more now like this 2021 that it seems like black men are not being talked about at all you know there was this like perception when the, the not the debates but you know just with election in general about how you know Kamala Harris is married to a white man um you know Joe Biden's an old white man you know, just the whole, you know, black men part was still kind of being, you know, kind of shunned, not talked about, but just shunned to a certain extent. Right. And I started to notice and just let me know if it's me if I by myself. Right. But since Christmas, I've noticed a lot of major 
commercials like GMC and stuff like that, where they're actually starting to show black women in families, but they have them in biracial families. Like they show this one uh, black woman, she's driving in her car. You know what I mean? The husband's in her ear, the kids in the back are in her ear. She even has her hair more natural than laid, like most cases when you see black women being perceived on television, right? And she just looks rattled and she's not even like a hood sister, you know what I mean? She seems very straight edge, like maybe she works a nine to five, so she seems rattled. And they get to wherever they're going, which ironically is like a pasture, like, you know what I mean? Like huge field, like what black people do you see going to do things like that? But yet it's a white dad, right? So then they get there and she lets everybody out the car and then all of a sudden she sets her music and she lays her seat back and she has her moment of, you know, peace, right? And it just hurt me a lot to go like, okay, well, I always read deeper into the message, right? So it was one thing when it was the black woman by herself with the kids. Now it's a totally different thing with the black woman with the kids and a white husband. You know what I mean? And you know the interracial part or whatever. Um, the look of her kind of got to me where it was like she wasn't as appealing as they try to perceive black women. You know, we got every black woman got to be Instagram worthy. You know what I mean? From weather women to, to uh, you know, ESPN. So it was like, wow, you really you really stretch that thin right there where you don't even want to bring us into any any part of it. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm 100 percent black. I'm not mixed. But those kids were lighter than me. You know what I mean? They, my kids look more black than they look to a certain extent. So it was just like, and I don't mean black, you know what I mean? But I mean the stereotypical, because we're looking at who all is about to view this. So I thought it was it was a lot, you know what I mean? Like 2021 is really starting off to where things like what we're seeing right here isn't going to be happening as much because everyone's going to start looking at each other's competition instead of, like you said earlier, you know, coming together and finding lanes so that we all can eat. It just seems more or less like they're about to make us go into this like savagery type of mindset where it's like, I got to get to it before you do because you might not share it with me. Hey, hey, I thought I was, I thought I was the only one. I don't know if y'all seen this commercial, but it was a, it was, I don't know, I forget what commercial it is. It's with Kevin Hart in it. Yeah, he's in the neighborhood, right? And so he's yelling across the street. He's yelling, 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 yelling. Yeah, yeah. And then when he gets to his neighbor, his neighbor says, why are you yelling? Yeah, yeah I'm right. And there. he says, don't you know, this is what I do. Yeah. I do, right? <laughs> yeah. And most people probably think it as like, oh, he's it's a Kevin comedian. Hart. So he's yelling or Kevin right. Hart. It's Kevin right. Hart. Right? I took it as. Yo, is that like low key kind of racist? Like, yep. This is what this is what what I do. I'm black. I'm loud. You're my neighbor. I'm right in front of you, and I'm still yelling. That's it. Well, and he he welcomes that too, though. Yeah. So yeah, he was in the, he was in the commercial. So you knew the lines. You knew the script. You knew what was coming. You knew what was going to be said. So, and you're Kevin Hart. You have enough clout at this point uh, to say, Nah, I don't I don't like that. Let's switch it up. Let's. You know, no, nah, just yeah. add just add one more zero is what he said. Add one more yeah. zero. Facts. Facts. Take it from take it from six hundred thousand to six million, and I'll take the slap on the wrist. Hmm. But I think I I, I like I seen that one, and ever since twenty twenty, you have been seeing a lot more, um, you know, colored folks in in commercials and stuff like that, which is cool. You know, it's, it's good to see us. 
in, in commercials and stuff. I remember some brands like reaching out to me since I do like Brandon Bassadine and stuff like that. Brands reaching out to me and like, hey, could you make some content for us? You weren't mm-hmm. you weren't telling me to make content before. Now you want me to make content for you because you want you you need color on your page. Mm-hmm. So um it's a good and bad yeah. thing. I, but I see what you're talking about, Mayor. You know, but they understand that black people, the black community spends, you know, over a trillion dollars every year in, you know, alcohol and in in sneakers and and you know beauty supply products and uh electronics you know big tvs and all that stuff and phones um so they're going to definitely use us uh to push uh their product as much as they can so yeah so i you know get those two oh you know be a brand ambassador here or or you know do this over you know not not like we have to understand what the game is and understand that you know like real talk, just like Kevin Hart, they're trying to play us. You know what I mean? If you're not if you're not woke, then you know you 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 falling behind basically, right? So uh, I think for me, and to go back to uh, Mayor, what you were saying, um, that's been the agenda. I've seen it way before last year. You know, with with commercials, uh, especially a lot of interracial with the with the black woman and the white man. Um, you know, Kamala doesn't help, <laughs> you know what I mean? She doesn't help, you know, having, uh, having a white man on, but it is, you know, listen, it is what it is. Uh, I think, you know, bottom line is her and Biden are in office simply because everybody was tired of 45 plain and simple. I don't think, I don't, I don't think it didn't matter who it was. Um, yep. you know, it could have been Elizabeth Warren. It could have. It didn't matter. People wanted Trump out. So, you know, Kamala just coming along for the ride. I mean, you could say that, you know, helped a lot of, you know, to to get the black vote. And I'm sure it did. Uh, and the Hispanic vote as well, possibly, um, you know, the Asian-American communities vote. Absolutely. I'm sure it helped. Um, but bottom line is people wanted Trump out. Um, but yeah, but with that message, uh, you know, that's been happening for a long time. And it's not going to it's not going to stop. I mean, a lot of black women, especially in power in the media industry, have been pushing that, you know, no black man agenda, so to speak. Gail, I can think of off the top of my head, Oprah, yeah. um, you know, and a, and a few others that have pushed that, um, you know, and it's. It's sad, uh, you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist type, you know, I wonder, you know, what do they have on them sometimes? Like like, for example, you, you know, Kobe's, you know, uh, you know. Death happened uh, last year, and you know everybody remembers uh, Gail interviewing Lisa Leslie, you know, and, and bringing up the old charges and all of that. It's like, what point is that? The man's dead, you know. Why right. you know try to destroy his character now that he's now that he's dead, and you don't think he went through all of that at the time anyway? Um, and, and moved past it, and his wife forgave him, and his and his children forgave him. Is you know. His wife's family forgave him. You know, he had moved past that already. He didn't have any further incidents. He wasn't out here, you know, like uh, Greg Hardy or somebody, right? You know, right. continuously having issues. So 
you know, uh, uh, if she did the interview with R. Kelly. Now, you know, you know R. Kelly has, you know, he obviously did some crazy <laughs> stuff. But you see, you get my point, right? Like, yeah. why not Harvey Weinstein, who you guys are so friendly with, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and he has a whole documentary on Hulu. I don't know if you guys saw it. His stuff goes back to when he was in college, man. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. And now, yeah. you know, he's just, you know, or or Kevin Spacey or, or whoever else, right? Um so yeah, the the agenda has been there, uh, the you know the the destroy black man agenda as much as they can, you know. But they've been doing that since we arrived here. Uh, it's no surprise. Uh, we've had plenty of examples of that uh, throughout history where they've just tried to um, break us down. But we're God's children. We're still here. We're still striving because of that. Um, you know. It just, you know, it just sucks that sometimes we have to we have to be patient and, and, and just wait as we see evil sometimes climbing over top of us. But, yeah. you know, it, it is it is what it is. But, you know, again, as long as we keep doing this and having these type of conversations, um, that just helps, you know, and, and, and we lean on each other and we support one another. That just helps. Well, again, we know they're they're attacking us. Right. So how can we you know, prevent that, right? In war, you know, you had the shields. With Sparta, you know, you gotta, you know, have the shield to defend your man from the neck to the to the hip or, or whatever it is. Yeah. So, you know, we just gotta put those shields up and just keep pushing forward as we've been doing throughout history. Again, mm-hmm. they've been trying to destroy, especially the black man, um, mm-hmm. because they understand that we are kings and how powerful uh, we are. You brought up an interesting point, man, with the whole attacking piece and like, and just like, you know how they're interviewing them and things like that and it's mm-hmm. it's hard man like when i see i feel for these commercials you know with the with the black women that choose to go that route and the black men that are choosing to route man i wouldn't say it's necessarily i i feel like no matter what they're always gonna attack like in that way but they're also positioning us you know in that way too whereas like you know the entitlement they're like it was it should have been given like we we've earned that 100 mm-hmm. like in in history but mm-hmm. that when i say they i use that word loosely uh okay. I think who i'm talking about but they feel as though they they've given us that privilege you know like mm-hmm. hey you guys not earn we're giving this to you we're positioning you and so when you think about like the r kelly's the, the Kobe Bryant's. Look at who they who put them on. Like, look at their agents. Look at who's backing them. Look at, like, I believe, like the NBA system, all these different systems. Like, that's how it is. The NFL. Look at the owners of these places. You know, any day, anytime, like these guys want to shut these people down, they can shut them down. You can say, hey, Kobe is nothing. Now, hey, owners, hey, let's all agree. Let's just get Kobe out. But no, they position it. So now it's like you're ours. You're still our slave. We can give you as much money as you as you want, kind of thing. But at the end of the day, we want to come back and ask these questions. It's okay for us to, because that's why you wouldn't be in this position anyways. And so with these black women in these commercials, these black men like you know the Kamala Harris's. Kamala is a big one. Like girl, you went to an HBCU. Right? You came from nothing, and now you understand that you have to position yourself to make it. In life. And I can't knock the hustle there. But I think that's where it comes, like, the black excellence is like that. Like, I pointed back to the mindset and the character mm-hmm. piece. You're standing like, okay, like, do do we need them? 
we need them in the sense that there needs to be partnership and your character has to be there, that love. But we also have to have it in us to be kings and queens and understand our worth and our value and say, okay, I can make it with a black woman by my side. Or I can make it with a black man by my side. I don't have to beat up my culture or I don't have to look down upon my culture because this person behind me is saying that they're a certain way and I'm trying to make it. So I need to, I know they're going to position me if I agree with them kind of way. So I just think we're like, we're stuck in this trap, but I think we come back to the black excellence piece. How are we going to change our mindset and understand we're worth something, we're worth more in this life? Like, we, we can do all these things without, and you see it. You see Denzel Washington, like, perfect example. Like, this is a king. This is a king. Like, this is someone we can look up to, beautiful black wife. He's going out here and representing. Like, you see LeBron James, like, kind of doing the same thing. Even though he's been, like, positioned, right, like, a certain way, you still see this guy saying, like, no, I'm going to fight against that. Yeah, you guys might think you position me, but I'm going to use that because I know I'm a king. I have black excellence. I'm going to show these guys that they can do more. Like, all these guys could have chosen to go the other route, and they probably would have. I mean, LeBron probably would be the first billion dollar athlete if he had a white one. Let's be real, you know, kind of thing. But he's choosing to go a different route, and he's choosing to use his voice, that black excellence piece, and be a man of character. And he's showing us what's up. They feel that they put us in a certain, they've given us this privilege. But when mm-hmm. they don't, we've earned it. We already, God had already said, like, okay, I already know happen way in advance how you guys are going to treat these people and they're going to come up and they're going to be able to do things that you guys have never seen or can never understand right once they understand that they're powerful beyond measure now i just got to work on them and get them to understand that that's that black excellence they program us they program us to at a young age where most of the time if you were in the hood and everything of that nature you only had a couple ways of getting out you either gonna go play a sport, you're gonna sell drugs, or or you'll be lucky enough if you got real good grades. Most of the time, most of us played sports, and the sports mentality is me versus you. Me versus you. You know what I'm saying? If you went to one school and I went to the uh, another school, it's me versus you. That's how it's always been. And then, like how you said, a dude named LeBron comes through and just shakes up the whole system. I hate that he shaked up the whole system because he messed up my Chicago Bulls from winning the championship. But he shakes up the whole system, and he goes joins another black brother that's very talented. He jumps and goes to Miami, shakes up the whole system. Why? Because it's always been... You versus me, you versus me, you versus me. He created that mentality in in the NBA system. Now you got James Harden telling the owners, I ain't playing for you. I ain't doing this. I'm not doing that. Why? It all started because of LeBron James going, you know what? Let me team up with my brother and get more done than doing it separate. But if you take LeBron James and you take Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose was trying to do it. They had the system where he's doing it. He was the workhorse. Work him like crazy. Work him like crazy till he got injured, right? LeBron James goes, you ain't working me like crazy. 
okay, I got Chris Bosch. I got I got uh, D Wade. I got all these other guys with me. Now you got um, Kevin Durant doing the same thing. I got Kyrie. I got this. And you've seen with the James Harden that just happened, the power that the owners used to have over just the black players, you don't really have that anymore. And that's because somebody came up with a different mindset of instead of attacking and bringing my brother down and going after him and seeing him as the enemy, I'm seeing him as a team. Bad, bad.